Welcome to The Business of You, the show that empowers you to put yourself out there and build your personal brand. I'm your host, Michelle Griffin, helping you each week with expert tips, inspiring stories, and personalized coaching so you can master your reputation and build your future, showing up as the brand and business of you. I'm excited you're here. Now let's get going with today's show. Welcome everybody to another episode. I'm super excited you're here today and I'm really excited to talk about this subject. There's no secret that I've had a former episode, how to write a book. And I've even told you, I actually want to do that this year. I've had clients who want to do it and you don't have to be uh, a New York Times bestseller author or use one of those New York Times publishing houses. The beauty of today's technology is you can publish or self-publish on your own. I am super excited to bring a guest here all the way from Sydney, Australia, who specializes in just that. Joanne Martin, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here, Michelle, and I'm really looking forward to chatting to your listeners today. Thank you so much. I came across you and I actually heard about you well before I actually met you. Two friends of mine, in fact, one of them who's been uh, featured on this podcast, Michelle Raymond, the global LinkedIn uh, expert, you published their recent book, Business Gold. Is that correct? Yes, I did. And looked such an amazing book for anyone who wants to get right into LinkedIn and um, you know, learn all about the intricacies of company pages and how to leverage them for their business. I learned a lot publishing that book just about how to use LinkedIn myself, but yes, yeah, really great. It really is. And as far as we can tell, it still is the world's first and only book on LinkedIn company pages. Kudos yes. to them. And, and you helped them make it a bestseller. That's always a first time author or any author's goals. Congratulations on that. Our listeners are professionals, leaders, entrepreneurs who have expertise to share and influence and impact others. If you want to write a book, where does one start? Give us the walk down. I think if you want to write a book and you've got a great idea, just start by jotting those notes down and really getting your, you know, clarifying what your idea is and how that might look. And then think about you know, who the audience is and how you would write for that audience. I think you know, from the writing side, a lot of people start with journaling and then they morph that into a book. I did a book last year for somebody who took all of their LinkedIn posts and actually turned that into their book, which was really interesting and a very clever way to get their marketing out there to a broader market that are outside of the LinkedIn platform. So there are so many ways that you can do it. It doesn't need to be that arduous task, but I really think that just getting started is the key. Ooh, that's a great, actually, that's so funny you say that. Cause I've actually thought that too, said this before in this episode that I posted every single day in last year, 360, actually wow. 500 posts. Yes. I could actually yes. do that too, to get my author chops out there. So we'll have to talk offline about more about that, but okay. You have yes. a great idea. You have something you want to share and it could be a blog post, maybe older content or newer content, but just get the idea get started. We're going to yes. fast forward and say, we've got the book pretty well done. We know you got to do copyright. It's probably stuff you do too. Tell us what a self-publisher does 
what you do and, and what do we need to look for? I help people self-publish so that they don't need to run around and coordinate all of the different elements themselves. I do everything from that editing of the book and that is really important. A lot of people say, oh, it doesn't need editing. I'm a good writer, but there's always something that you find later. So I focus a lot on the editing, on ensuring that we get a really professional cover done. So you need, if you want a bestseller, you need a best-selling cover. It's not just knocking up something in Canva and thinking that's going to be okay. It really is more about the elements of the design and having something that stands out and will set you apart from the rest of the books out there that you're competing with. We do all of the professional typesetting, the formatting. I use Amazon as a channel for publishing. It's great because it's a good search engine and you can actually have multiple different formats for your book and it's all managed in one place. There are other platforms we also publish into depending on what the author is looking to achieve. But Amazon is a really good starting place and it's a great way to get a bestseller status as well. So we look at the categories that you need to be in, what day is going to be the best day to publish for that type of book, what categories to put that book in to create. And then you know, the whole marketing plan around that and what we need to do in the lead up to the launch of the book to ensure that it is successful. Oh yeah, there's so many things you don't think about, but what I've heard and read over and over again is get a good editor and make sure you have a good design. Like do not do that yourself. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Absolutely. The formatting is huge. I actually, you know, found a book online that I really liked, pulled it up in Kindle and I realized it wouldn't, it just wasn't formatted. I couldn't flick it or anything. It was going up and down. I think that makes a really bad user or reader experience rather. That's all what it's about to, to get more people to read it and, you know, refer it. That's really good. What does the process look like? Do you work with the right people? I'm sure. And, you know, you work on all the technical things, but what are some of the things that people overlook or don't realize that you also need when you self-publish your own book? Yeah. So look, I have a timeline. I say to people, we can publish within 90 days, providing you can turn things around on your end when we're in that review process. And I think that they just overlook the, the little things. So, you know, it is that refining of the editing and the punctuation and making sure the story is cohesive and it speaks to people. And, you know, I deal with people who write in a lot of different genres and sometimes you can tell that they're outside of their comfort zone just in the style in which they've written it. So it's about ensuring that you are on, I guess, on task and really speaking to your audience in that area that you're writing in. So that's important, obviously, knowing your audience, like who is it that you're targeting with this book? And and a lot of people say to me, well, everybody, I want everybody to buy it. But from a marketing perspective, that's not realistic. You you need to have a niche or a semi-niche sort of market that you're targeting so that you know what you do will appeal to them, the writing, the style of the writing, the cover, the way you lay out the book, whether you have images or graphics or whether it's your text-based book, that kind of thing. So I think they're the things that people forget about. They're just so excited to bring the book to life. They don't think about any of that back-end stuff. And I always say to my authors when I'm working with them, keep the reader in mind. How's the reader going to feel about that? What's their impression? What will that look like for them? Does it make sense from the way that they will view that? And that piece is important. And actually getting some peer review. And I know, you know, often people send it to family or friends and nine times out of 10, probably more than that, 10 times out of 10, they'll say, that's amazing and love it. But you really do need somebody else who's going to be a bit more critical, having a look at it before you publish as well. And that's where the editing helps. But I do think 
if you've got somebody who can be a bit more critical before it even gets to that editing stage, it's great. That's a really, really good point. All our friends and family just give us that pat on the back. But if you're putting a book out in the world, it's got to have a little bit of critical eye. One of the things I really want to talk about, I know we'll talk about the promotion real quick, but the book title, everyone seems to struggle with book titles. What are some of your recommendations there? I think that people want something unusual and having something that's a little bit different, I think is a great idea. I do think it needs to resonate with you. If you're intuitive at all, you're tuning into what that is, is a good idea. I know with Michelle and Lanier, when they published Business Gold, they did throw around a few different titles and I do leave it to the authors to decide, but I I kind of just had some input in terms of, I think that's a stronger name than this one potentially. and. I think that that um, doing a bit of research as well to see what else is out there is a good idea. For example, I published somebody's novel for them last year. She had a stellar name when she brought the manuscript to me. That name wasn't out there anyway, but it really spoke to what the book was about. And then she decided she wanted to change it. And what she wanted to change it to was something completely generic. And in the end, I said to her, you know, you're losing the authenticity of what you've done. And also, you know, that book could be about anything. It could sit into, you know, it could be a business book. It could be this, it could be that. So if you change the title, then you're making it a bit more vanilla and that won't really work either. And she ended up going back to the original title, which I think was beneficial for her. And she's now going to be writing like a sequel to that. And she's got that naming convention to build upon. Whereas if she'd gone down the vanilla path, then there would have been just a whole host of other really similar names to what everybody else was doing. That is true. I have actually Googled, searched on Amazon for Kindle, and I have found books with the same name. I think it's, I've read, you can't trademark a book name. Is that right? I don't know if that was right or if I read that. I think uh, there are similar names out there and often it's the subtitle that is Mm. the differentiator between those books. And the cover design too. I've seen some that have just the cover design and the graphics will definitely help you spend that. It's like your face plate. It's it's so important. It's like naming your business. People just want to make sure and they stress about the book name so much. So those those are some great tips. Thanks for that. Okay. Well, you got the book published now, just like you said, I've worked with authors too on the other side who have worked with traditional houses and even with them, they don't really market their book and give you the publicity like you really need to add to it. Tell us about what the promotion and marketing looks like for a self-published book. Look, I think for a self-published book, you need to be telling everybody what you're doing, taking them on the journey, involving them in the process. So, you know, I, I finished it today and I'm going to be sending it off, you know, to get it edited or have the cover design. So, If you start building your audience in that way, that can be really useful because then they're on the journey and they really want to see what happens and help you be successful and um, just not being afraid to talk about it. So I have worked with authors like Michelle Raymond, who she was there. She told everybody they did an amazing launch. They took on board all of the, the insights and tips that I gave them along the way to maximize that launch. And then other authors, they don't want to talk about their book. And I've said to a few people, your success and you're not talking about your book are not going to go hand in hand honestly you need to be there promoting it because people want to hear from the author particularly you know if it's a children's book or a business book they want to know know, who you are and what you're bringing to the table so I do think that that's important and I think you know being strategic so you don't want to be spammy but you do want to be you're promoting it 
in different channels, in different spaces, to different audiences, doing some collaborations with people who are also in that self-publishing space or who might have a business that's aligned to what you're writing about, that type of thing can be really useful. So there's lots of clever ways to promote the book, but the important part is actually being active with that and not just kind of going, well, I, I've written it and that's it. It's there uh, because you're right. You know, there's so much competition out there that no one's going to really be as passionate about your book as you, whether you're with a traditional publishing house or you're self-publishing or you're using an indie publisher. Absolutely. You can't just write it and forget it and tick it off the notch on your career belt. Well, one of the yes. things you touched on too is I've had clients too that, and I'm, you may have this problem or this issue come up, you know, they want to write a book. And they all, even for traditional houses, they want you to have an established audience now, a social media yes. following, especially. Can you talk about how um, or why having an audience community, a following, as you will, is really going to help you get that book out there? It, it helps you because you can leverage their communities. So some people, you know, they might run a promotion or a competition to win something within their audience. And, you know, for every share that you tag me in, you get a chance to win X, Y, Z of, of whatever I offer. And I think that you know, people underestimate the power of social media and where that can take you. I have had a lot of authors who are first-time authors. Some haven't had very big audiences of their own, but they might collaborate and actually co-write or co-author a book with somebody else. That's another great way to do it because then you've got two audiences you're leaning into. And uh, I think if you are planning to write a book, then starting to build your audience now is a good idea and having a look at you know who's going to be strategically important and why you would bring them into your world that sort of stuff is super important and and I think as we move forward you know it always changes over time but it's just about you know creating momentum and then that will build anyway and it will have an organic flow so you can't go from zero to 100 you know in three seconds basically it's you know it's something that it's like that you build it you build up that momentum and you, you kind of move it forward. That's, that's really important. And not only in the beginning to build the audience to so start now, another reason to build your personal yes. brand. I always say, start now. It's like plan yes. a tree. Your book can leverage you, especially if you're in the business space, thought leader space, using it for business or your entrepreneurial business, it can leverage you. It gives you that immediate authority and clout, but then you can take and monetize. I work with clients that have then taken and made courses. They've done training programs. They've done all the coaching programs speak to what you've seen or what maybe you've helped your clients how do you can monetize a book after it's launched yes look I think it depends on what it is you're trying to achieve some people it's not about monetizing it it's really more about becoming the go-to expert in their field so they position it differently but if you are interested in monetizing it like I have had some of my authors who do go on to set up programs that they didn't have before or, you know, they become a coach, even though they weren't a coach, because people reach out wanting to work with them. And I think that is important. You know, it's about getting creative. It's about getting some media coverage as well. So outside of social media, I often recommend to my authors that they, they try and get some media coverage, even if it's just local media coverage, because everything counts towards what they're trying to achieve. I know myself, the first time I co-authored a book, I didn't expect it really to go anywhere other than to put me on the map and I could tick off, you know, on that, that list of things I wanted to do that I had authored a book. But 
I found that I had all these people coming to me for different things within the first you know, three or four weeks of that book being published. And it took my business in a different direction where I didn't expect it to go just simply because I said yes to those opportunities that came up. That's amazing. That's the power of a book. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Great tips. Depending on you want to be an expert, you could, you don't even use it for speaking platforms too. I've, I've some people do that. Yeah. Too. There's so many opportunities for a book and don't let the obstacles of what it takes and all that. There are so many ways and people like Joanne that can help you along the way. If you're in thinking about, you know, publishing a book now is the time to start building your brand and your community and, and getting working on it. Joanne, before we wrap up today's show, a couple of things, what are some of or takeaways or whatever your three things that someone should look at if they want to go down this route and this path of self-publishing? I think they need to look at what it is that they want to achieve. So not what everybody else wants to achieve, not competing with everybody else. What is it that's going to empower them to move forward in whatever it is that they're doing? I also think we can do anything in terms of the style of the book and the formatting and what it looks like. And trying to copy what someone else has done doesn't always work. And I've seen this happen on a number of occasions where they're like, no, it has to be like this book. And you're like, okay, but I don't know that that style of your book is going to the style of that you know layout or uh, approach basically and so I do think that that authenticity about who you are and and what you want it to look like needs to flow through into the book as well and you know today is the first day of the rest of your life so just start and make mm. it happen mm, that's so so good I, I love that before we I let everyone know where to find you I always ask my guests and this gives us great insight do you have a professional personal mantra saying that you use either to inspire people or maybe even in the realm of book publishing what would you have I think that you know today's the first day of the rest of your life is something that I say quite often and it really is something that inspires me to take action no matter what else is happening out there so I say to people you know just get started today's the first day of whatever the future will hold. Oh, good, good words. Yeah. Whatever happened yesterday or tomorrow is not promised just today. Just make it a habit yes. and make it a consistency. Absolutely love that. Well, Joanne, if someone wants to learn more about what you do and all the books you've published and maybe some more in self-publishing, where can you direct them? So they can find me on LinkedIn under Joanne Martin and I show up there as a, a publisher and author and also on my website www.joemartin.com. Oh, that's easy. Joanne Martin. And we'll put links in the show notes and anything else yes. that you know you want to get out there. I'll be talking to you. I want to know more about some of the back end on some of these nonfiction business books. I'm totally fascinated with self-publishing. Oh, anyway. Wonderful. Yeah, hopefully and you know, cross fingers, maybe this year I'll get a little something out. Oh, I know when to ask you, this is a PS because I know we're closing out. Are short books yes. okay? Because I've seen a lot of shorter books lately and even, you know, people saying write short books. What's your quick take on that as a PS? I think that it's a great idea and it's a good way to get published and get your IP out there and start owning your, your space as a thought leader. Ooh, I love everything. How you said you close that owning your space. Yes. I'm all about owning your expertise, branding, own your message. So this is exactly what a book and self-publishing will do for you. So Joanne, thank you so much for uh, being today on today's show. I sure appreciate all your expert advice. Thank you. It was great to be here and thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Well, till next time, everybody, thank you so much for joining. And if you would like to get in touch with Joanne, show notes will have exactly where to reach her, but think about this. What did we learn today? 
start today. Today is the first day of your rest of your life. You need to get out there. You need to start building that community. And when you're ready, building, publishing your own book is definitely a way to build your brand authority until next time. Keep putting yourself out there and I'll catch you next week. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. You know, we need more impactful professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders, just like you getting out there, sharing your expertise. So if you'd like to know more about how I can help you or your team grow your professional personal brand, please check out your brand, your And until next time you have a brand to build a message to share and people to impact. Now go put yourself out there and watch the business of you grow.